Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? Doing fine. How are you? I'm good. Everything is good on this rainy day. Everything's good. Well, that's good. What's the plan for, um, for the boys for Easter? They coming in? No, believe this. Wait till you hear. I'm what? going. I am going to meet the Falkers. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. This must be serious uh-huh. business, then, huh? Yeah. Well, it's funny because technically we would be the Falkers, and they would be right. meet the Panthers. But um, yes. I'm it for just because I love it. Um, we're going to meet Sean's girlfriend's parents, and we're having Easter. We're spending, we're having Easter dinner with them, but we're doing it the day before Easter because Meyer's birthday is on Easter oh, Sunday. Yeah. So yeah. that doesn't matter as much as we thought that if we did it on Sunday, we're going to spend the night at a hotel um, somewhere near Katie's parents' home, and which is where? Um, in right up like. On Long Island, at the real top, like um, uh, like oh. right far from Queens, um, mm-hmm. from what I understand. So, Sean is going to come home, and um, he's going to stay a day or two, and then he's going to drive out with us. And he needs some of his clothes for the spring summer kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. he'll bring some with him, and then um, take some back. And so he'll drive us out, and then we'll. We'll spend the day there and have dinner and then, you know, spend the night somewhere and then get up and just take our time and do whatever we want to do together coming home. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to make a go- stop in New York? Well, it's Easter Sunday, so um, probably not. I mean, we're not going to go in the city. We'll just start. We'll okay. just drive home and figure out what we're going to do. Um, I don't know what we're, it, 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 because it's. Easter, so I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but did I tell you? Did I tell you about the time that we were in France and we were there through Easter? Did I tell you that story? No. No. Well, 
Patrick and I, I think it was 2009, we did one of those, um, the tours on um, the small boats, uh, the tours of the rivers of France. Yeah, I remember and we that. Started, we started in um, an area that was very close to uh, Monaco, and we went up the rivers. And by the time we got to the city of, um, I think it was Rouen, I'm not sure if that was it or not. But anyway, I had asked some friends who I knew had been in that city because they were involved with um, uh, Santa Fe Pasteur, and they have a very large installation in that town. So I had asked for the names of restaurants that we would want to visit when we got there. So I had this wonderful list. I had it all scoped out. And when we landed, um, I guess it's not landed, when we moored up to this one particular um, town, it's Lyon. That's what it was, Lyon, not Rouen. Lyon. And so uh, we got off the boat and we took uh, some taxis or whatever into the town. And I gave them the one address and they took us there and there was nothing going on. It was closed. Went to another one. And it was closed. <laughs> you know, I guess the deal when you're in France is that everything shuts down on Easter Sunday. Everything. Oh. So even though I had all these, uh, I just couldn't wait to get to these restaurants. <laughs> wasn't happening. And so oh, that's it. I, I was really upset by it because I wanted to get some. These were out of the way favorite local type restaurants like the kind we used to go to Natalie's and stuff like that mm -hmm. it was that but unfortunately big bust so nothing happened so if oh. you guys uh, I know things will be open in New York even though it's Easter Sunday but yeah. I was thinking maybe you'd want to go to your what's it called modern bakery where you get the gluten-free stuff yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that, and I don't. It, I don't think we were going to go into this. We were just going to go around the city. I think if we could, yeah. So, um, Probably smart. I, don't, I really don't know. Um, we didn't plan everything that far, but we we you know we're 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 trying to make it a nice. Not trying, we will, but it's you know whatever. We'll we'll forge. You'll make a good it. day out of it. Yeah. Exactly. I just don't know what mm -hmm. we're going to do. So, um, but that's the deal. So that's where we're going. <clears throat> How about that? That's good. Well, I think we're going to be going for the day to um, my sister's place. And oh, we're going to have a brunch. And then wrong. we'll come back later in the day. Yeah, that's good. I can't wait to see my um, great niece, I think, or grandniece. I could never really know which which one it is. I think it's a grandniece. Anyway, Why? it's my niece niece's daughter. So That's I great. guess the difference. What's the difference? Yeah, I didn't hear between, what you said. What's the difference between a grandniece and a great niece? I don't know. But, yeah, I don't you know. know. You have a granddaughter, you have a great aunt and a great uncle. So I'm not sure when your niece has a child, is that 
your grand niece or nephew or great niece or nephew? Well, I, I don't think know. Oh, no. I, okay. I don't know. Well, great then. Whatever. But I haven't seen her since. Um, oh, I guess it was um, last fall, and it, she just turned one in October. So I'm sure there are. I mean, I get pictures and Mars and videos and all kinds of things, but just to have the chance to spend some time with her, I would love to see her. I yeah. just think that would be so sweet. I'm sure that there have been a lot of major changes in her life, um, you know, in speaking and, and stuff like that. And it's just fun to see them at that age. Wow, adorable. So I'm looking forward to seeing her and um, and my niece and my nephew and their significant others and all that good stuff. So it's it's it'll be nice for the day to take a, a ride down. I hope the weather is really good because that that's a great drive, a straight drive right down um, 476, which we know of as the Pennsylvania Turnpike, mm-hmm. Northeast Extension. Yep. Yeah. So well, that, it's uh, it's nice. That's good. Um, I think we're all, you know, it's, I, I didn't even know what we were doing anyway, so actually this worked, <laughs> this worked out to be um, perfect for us because we really did not know what we were going to do. So mm-hmm. Sean was thinking okay. of coming home, but, you know, whatever, it'll all work out. I'm sure it will. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Well, what I have happened? a quiz for you. Oh, I have a quiz. Will do we I able start? To do it? No, we, we can have... take it into the next next okay. segment. We'll just all right, go. go on. Okay. So this is what they call um, your your quizzes of uh, your your personality quiz. It's not anything to do with money. So oh. we'll just okay. You can't flunk it. Is what I'm saying. No. All right, so the first, there's 10 questions. The first one is, do you like helping others? The answer is yes, answers, yes, sometimes, most of the time, or yes, if it benefits your family. Yes. Okay. An unqualified yes. All right. Next one, come on. Okay, do you feel more useful around people than by yourself? Yes, yes. sometimes, maybe, or not really. Yes. Okay. It's a little slow here because it's on the internet. Come on. Okay, number three. Do you like organizing dinners? for friends from time to time (laughs) yes no sometimes for some friends not all of them yes uh, yes i do okay all right number four come on this is awfully slow today i don't know what's going on do you feel closer to your significant other more than anyone else yes no sometimes maybe mostly but that's not in here (laughs) 
Well, of course I do, but also my friends, I have very good friends that I feel the same. So I guess um, what, whatever that other term is. Yes, no, sometimes, or maybe you don't know. Um, yeah, I guess maybe I don't know because I wouldn't say all the time. Like I have friends who I feel just as strongly about, so I can't go there. Okay. All right. Then in that case, why don't we take a quick break here? And we'll come back with the rest of the questions and the answers. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Laurie Cadney, owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I'm the managing director and certified financial planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a uh, financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And right before we took our last break, we were doing a quiz on your personality quiz. And Laurie answered four of the ten questions, and so we're going to pick it up from there. Number five, do you have a best friend whom you trust? 
yes, not really, yes, but you trust them 50% of the time, or no, you don't? Yes. All right. All right, that's number five. Number six, who do you call most during the day? Your friends, your significant other, your best friend, or your family? Um, I don't know. It's a toss-up between uh, Meyer and my friends. Um, so, I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll just say Meyer because I do speak to him a couple times a day. So, I'll just say. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Number seven. Do you like to go away with friends in resorts rather than going by yourself? Yes, no, <laughs> it depends on the resort or sometimes. No, all the time. All right, so yes. Okay. <clears throat> Number eight, do you spend time with friends? Ah. <laughs> yes, too much time. Yes, just enough time. No, not enough, or you don't have many friends. <laughs> Um, yes, <laughs> definitely never, not the last one. <laughs> never, never enough time. So whatever that answer is. Okay. So um, no, uh, yes, yes, too much, too much time. Yes, just enough time, or no, not enough. Um, B. Okay. All righty. Here we go. Number nine, I believe this one is. Yes. Do you feel? You never have time for yourself because you need to take care of your family. Unfortunately, yes, no, you know how to balance things in general, or not really because your alone time is precious, or no, not at all. Um, B. Okay. All right, and the last question is... Ta-da! Do you like reinventing yourself every five years? Yes, no, sometimes you've got no idea that you had to do this to begin with. Um, yes, D. You've got no idea you had to do this to begin with. Is that the one? Right. Um, I, I may reinvent myself, but it's not because I think I have to. It just happens organically. So... I would okay. have no idea. All right. So here are the results. Oh, this is good. I'm going to send this to Meyer. <laughs> oh, jeez. It says you are very serious and mature. You are mature and have enough intelligence to reinvent yourself every five years. This way, you've been able to enjoy life and also progress through your goals and objectives. You shine as an accomplished woman, and your wealth lies in your wisdom and with how you face life. You're a very stable woman who has done well for herself and has so much to teach the younger generation. Ta-da! Wow. That's who you are. There we go. Well, that's I should have asked you these questions, too, we would see, but I don't have You're going to have to take that quiz by yourself. <laughs> yes, I think I will. I will. I love it. I love it. Uh, but that was good. I mean, it's it's good to know how other people perceive who you are. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, another thing I, I came up with is something that uh, I've seen happen way, way too much. And especially with uh, people that I, I see who are 
professionals who spend a lot of time away from their families and they have a tremendous sense of guilt and um you know there's no right or wrong to this i mean there is technically a wrong to this but i still feel like some people need to hear this to see themselves in it and the name of this is raising money smart kids safeguards parents retirement so this woman said who wrote it it was a woman named laura lauren gadkowski lindsay she's been in the business for 24 years as a financial planner and she says i've seen parents make choices that compromise their retirement or future financial goals while it's challenging to tell clients how to parent I believe that as advisors, it's our job to advise in matters of money, since we have so much insight into the relationship between money and family dynamics. I can say with certainty that there are specific patterns we can watch for and advise clients on how to help protect their goal of retirement. First one, teach your child the value of money. Don't give them everything they ask for. Even at a young age, you can limit what you give them or make them earn it. Show them what it is to live within your means. Discuss what you value and how you spend money to support those values. Two, make them get a job. Again, at a young age, do yard work or babysit for neighbors, walk dogs. College students who also work on average have higher GPAs than students who don't and tend to be more efficient with their time management. All of this is helpful for working in the real world. Three, don't let them attend the most expensive school they get into if you cannot afford it. That's the one where I see the biggest issue in my experience. For many, education means sacrifices, but as I like to remind clients, there are no loans in retirement. And trust me, Medicaid is not a retirement plan. I've seen parents mortgage their homes and take out massive loans to fund college. Education is so important and helps to make children more employable, but there are options besides jeopardizing your financial future to pay for it. Uh, Don't assume your kids will support you in your old age. At that point, they will likely have their own families, and if if they have to make a choice, They will most likely support their kids rather than their parents. Harsh, but true. I've heard so many clients, especially older women, tell me, oh, well, they will help me out if I need it. Sometimes it happens, and more often it does not. And don't allow your children to move into your house rent-free. They will never leave. No matter what, charge them something and make them contribute towards utilities and food. And speaking of food, don't cook for them or do their laundry. You don't own a hotel. Then they will really never leave. And don't continue to pay for their lifestyle once they are gainfully employed and on their own. Many parents keep children on health insurance plans till they're 26 or on family cell phones plans. Uh, This is very generous, but doesn't help them to learn to live within their means, which is a very critical life lesson. And if you decide to gift to your kids, tie it to something you value. Yes, you can tell them how you want them to spend your money, 
especially if it's for additional education or a house down payment, things which will help their financial future. This will not only promote your values to them, but help to use, help them to use the funds wisely. And then the question is, even if you can afford to give it to them, should you? And here's where I like this because this is your buddy. Look at Warren Buffett. He could leave his children billions, but decided to give his children, quote, just enough so that they would feel they could do anything, but not so much that they would feel like doing nothing, end quote. I yeah. love that. And I think it was a million. He gave each of them a million apiece. Um, but he also gave some of his sons control of the uh, Berkshire Hathaway company. You know, so they'll make some money as well. And then the other one's divorce is tricky. This is where I've seen many clients get involved financially with adult children, especially if grandchildren or an abusive spouse is part of the equation. I realize it's a tough predicament to be in. One client agreed to help his son finance a new house when he got divorced and then had to do the same when their other two children also got divorced. This meant that at 72, he was still working to replenish money they had spent from, from his retirement savings. And then learn that you cannot fix an addiction by giving an addict money. This is where tough love really has to come into play. I hope it never does because this is a heartbreaking scenario. But financially supporting the problem is feeding the addiction. Like most families, we have relatives with addiction issues, and this woman also worked with the Massachusetts Council on Compulsive Gambling to help develop financial protocols for their counselors. And then she says, you know, what's, what's my credentials to write this list? 24 years as a financial planner, including working as a trust officer, where I saw the cycle of guilty parents trying to assuage their kids or make up for a tragedy with money. Then the kids had no sense of reality and didn't know how to handle money in the real world. I would talk to parents who had regrets about how they raised their children, not being around enough or guilt that children were raised in a household with addictions, so they would throw money at the problem. One sweet woman felt tremendous guilt that her husband died suddenly when her two sons were young and didn't grow up with a father. The sons both have excellent credentials and successful careers, but she pays for private school for their children, expensive vacations, and sends them hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to support extravagant lifestyles. She said, when I was little, there was no money, as my mother will still remind us, and I remember knowing better than to ask for things. As my parents became more established and worked hard to save for what they felt was important, which was education and experience, they, we always talked about money together as, as a family. And then she goes on with a couple other things about her role as a, a child and, and her relationship with money with her parents. Now, I don't know that I agree with all of these things that she's talking about. Um, because I have families that I work with who are very generous to their kids. And the kids are all really in good space. They're all very well educated. They all have good jobs. They have stable marriages. They have children. But they, their rationale is we have more than what we need 
to sustain our lifestyle. What I want to see is things like all of us getting together for family vacations or being able to contribute to some college expenses for the grandchildren. So, you know, it's not, this is not unfortunately a black and white thing, the way this woman is describing it in the article, but it does throw some caution into some other situations I've seen where parents, especially professionals who work long hours, end up throwing money at their kids to buy cars, to buy whatever it is, as a way of trying to buy their love and affection. And that is where you have to draw the line. Right. Right. So, enough said. Well, we're going to take a break now because we have the um, guest expert of the week, Mr. Michael McHale. And we will be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and nonprofit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account. 
uh, my payroll taxes. They take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity. Don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the Managing Director and Certified Financial Planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us today is our guest host, guest sponsor, guest expert, guest everything, and no longer a guest because he's <laughs> on routine, Mr. Michael McHale, who is a partner with the uh, accounting firm of Barbetti McHale, LLC, certified public accountants, 1421 East Drinker Street in good old Bucktown or Dunmore, Pennsylvania. Mike, thanks for joining us. And um, it's a rainy day as we're taping, but I hope it's sunshine up there where you're getting everybody's taxes ready. <laughs> well, the window in my office says the same thing, that it's raining pretty hard. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're dragging a little bit, but we're getting everybody done. And uh, we, we try to actually try to get everything out by the 15th. Now, we don't, uh, but we get the, the large, large majority, over 90% of our clients get out by the 15th, which we're proud of. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, um, I love it. Um, Mike, before we start on some good stuff that we're going to talk about, um, I want to say that it was so nice to see you and your wife, Kim, representing along with the Barbettis at the table at the Chamber's annual, the the Greater Scranton Chamber of Commerce annual dinner at the beautiful Scranton Center last week. Um, it was a nice evening, a wonderful evening, and it was a great table. I think our table was the best. Um, but we had a lot of fun, and at the table with you and Kim were your two um, young sons. Um, not, I mean, not young, young, but they're um, one's what, 18, 19, and the other one's 16 or so? Yeah, one's 19, one's 16. Yep. There you go. They're fine young guys, very, very. Um, respectful, kind, talkative, uh, were interested. We were trying to, at first, plot our way, Lynn. I was telling them, since I used to work there, I know all the ins and outs, and I said, here's what you can do if you want to escape from Alcatraz. You go down here, and then we were going to go out that way, and Mike said, do you think we should? I said, yeah, you know, and I was thinking about it. I hope the alarm doesn't go off. So we, we, we decided not to, not to do it. Oh, but, uh, I thought you were going to tell me you did, the alarms went off. No, nope, we didn't, but it was um, okay. a lot of fun, and um, it was nice to be with everybody and, and to be part of that, Mike, that we had a nice time, and like I said, you you have a lovely, lovely family. Um, the only one who was missing was your daughter, but the boys are wonderful, and um, so it was just nice to be out in a different setting, wasn't it? it you know what? It was a great night, and I'm not one for... Uh, getting out too much to dinners like this to, to show off or things like that. He, even, quite honestly, doing this radio show is not my forte. <laughs> I'm a little bit more of let let my work do the talking. But uh, it's been fun with you guys. It was fun the other night uh, when all of us got into my SUV. We uh, we we said that we it went a little longer than expected, but it was okay. The speakers were good. The food was good. Uh, I, honestly, and, and our table was fun. I sat right next to Lori, and we laughed quite a bit. So it was uh, no, really? it was a great <laughs> night. So I enjoyed it. I really did. 
Yeah, Mike was pointing out a couple things on the on the uh, menu of the evening for you know the order of the night um, um, and what was going to happen. And Mike would say, "Is this?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah." Like, so we were like critiquing in the audience, uh, sitting at next to each other. I felt like I do it you know, other things, uh, you know, when you're looking at someone else and watching something and you're having your own little sidebar, uh, you know, I was waiting for Judge Ito to pop up, but it was, it was good. We had, we had a good time. Like I said, Mike, what's good about this is it forces you out of your comfort zone a little by doing this radio show. And we talked about you the other day, Mike, because Lynn and I um, had a very nice opportunity last Thursday, actually, uh, Mickey from uh, WILK, who's on at nine, from nine to noon, interviewed Lynn and I for an hour the other night, the other day, and it's live. So we're not used to, we used to be do a live show and we haven't done it in years. So it's so weird when you're doing that because of all the, the stops and starts and we have to cut for this and cut for that. And we're, we don't do that. We know we can tape up to so much, do commercials and tape. So it was, um, a little bit different, but it was a great time, a great opportunity, great promotion for us. And I mentioned because we were talking about we, you know, Lynn, what Lynn does and what I do, and we said that you know we have this show, and thanks to our wonderful sponsors, most of whom are women, but we do have a lucky fellow, and we talked about you, and we said that you come on and do a great job, and so we were thrilled. So we just spoke about that just last week in saying that you are. Um, of course, one of our favorites and someone who supports us, and, and it's all that was a good thing. So we do punch up the Mike McHale stuff for you, just so you know. <laughs> well, I, I, and I know uh, Lori especially uh, knows and loves my wife, too, and she's, she's a partner here as well. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's very important to, to me, too. Uh, the ownership of, of, of women is very important to me, and that's not why I do this show. Actually, Kim had planned on doing today, but she's literally sitting with a client right now. So, I, I drew the I drew the the big straw today, not the short straw. To, to <laughs> once again. Uh, I'm well, happy to I I you know what like I was gonna tell you, Laura, when I saw you, I was um, happy to be at that dinner. It it does get me out of my comfort zone, but I I really enjoyed it. And and quite honestly, I, I hope uh, that one day that we're one of the featured people who has to do a you know, ten minute presentation. They, I, I was impressed by those three or four companies that had had the opportunity to stand up and introduce themselves to everybody. That was good. Yep. I liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially because it's speaking to the business community. Yeah. So that's that's the beauty of it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Hopefully well, that. I thought it was great. Half yeah, off to the people who threw it. it, it the the, yep, uh, the chamber. Good. They were great. It was great. Yep, Everything was did. great. Yes, and the cultural center is so beautiful, and there's oh, just yeah. nothing like. So that was good. And Lynn, um, talking about another female-run business um, in Pittsburgh, but, you know, my Sabika favorite, Sabika stuff. And so, Kim, I have the same necklace, which is absolutely gorgeous. And I said, yes, and that morning I said to Kim, because, of course, I pulled Kim in now to all of Mike's beautiful wife into the mix of I'm having parties come and come to these <laughs> jewelry parties. And I, but that morning when I was getting dressed, I had that necklace out. And I said to myself, oh, you know what? I better not wear this because I have a feeling Kim may have it on and someone will think we're part of a, a cult or something. So I thought, oh, I'm not, 
So anyway, we get there, and Kim did have the necklace on. I had one on, but a different color, and it was so cute because they said, Kim, I purposely didn't. Anyway, so we I digress here a little, Mike, but the point is, again, supporting women and what they do because Sandy is a local gal who, who sells this jewelry. The sellers, the owners of the company are Pittsburgh-based, an immigrant woman who was from Austria who came to Pennsylvania and started her business. And it's a female-owned and women who are buying the stuff, which is beautiful. So, anyway, thank you to Kim for that. But, Mike, we have you and Lynn were talking before I bopped into this conversation. And why don't you guys pick it up from what you thought would be interesting for our folks today? Yeah, Mike, I was thinking, uh, you know, as, as always is the case for most people, I would say, um, you take a look at the stuff that they bring to you. Maybe it's February, March, or April, but it's 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 history by the time it gets to you. Yeah. So there's not much you could do about what they presented you with for last year. But looking forward into this year, there are many things that people could do who own business that they may not even know that they have the opportunity to do so. And obviously the one that pops up for me, because I see it all the time, is to have some kind of qualified retirement plan, which gives you a really nice tax deduction. I mean, that's a great point. And, um, you know, I, I could use myself as an example there. My wife and I, as owner, I, I'm not allowed to, to participate in our 401k, just the way that my company's structured. And I don't want to mislead anybody. There is a way, but it's, it, you know, for a smaller firm like ours, that we're, you know, from... 10 to 15 people at any given time, um, it's, it's just I don't. So I put my money at the end of the year, and you have, and by the way, to anybody who's listening, you have until April 15th, uh, which is a week tomorrow, uh, to, to fund your IRA for 2021. Uh, and Kim and I will hopefully do that uh, before then. So um, that, that's actually a great planning tool on an individual basis because it does obviously help you on your tax return to reduce your taxable income. So uh, definitely if you have the ability to do so, um, put money in an IRA. It, it definitely helps. Um, but to your point, we, we handle here a lot of corporations. And, yes, we have a tax practice, and, yes, we do a, a good amount of individual taxes, but most of our practice is around the, the family-owned companies or the, the small businesses that uh, become big businesses. And we have uh, quite a few big businesses as well, as well as a lot of nonprofits. But, um, you know, tax planning is something that you have to do year-round. Um, you know, to call the accountant, and I got a call today about someone who wanted to, you know, can I do this, can I do that? You can, but, you know, I, we, like most persons, are uh, anybody who comes in now to get something, and this isn't a, a penalty or anything, but we'll go through your tax return, but most likely you're going to be uh, put on extension so we don't rush anything through. And, and, you know, once you get a set of clean eyes a week or two after the 15th, you'll go through it. But on a tax planning end, uh, there's a lot of things you could do on a year-to-year -year basis. And, you know, buying a piece of equipment, and the, the tax laws change all the time, but, you know, for instance, if you bought a piece of equipment at the year end and it had to be before 1231, uh, you could write the entire amount off. And, you know, some people with bigger companies who would go out and buy, uh, I don't know, a, a large tractor or a large truck, and a lot of that stuff could be written off completely. 
Um, and that's tax savings. It's you know not tax avoidance. It's using the law to your advantage instead of you know taking depreciation over five years. You get to take it in year one, but you also lose it in year two, three, four, and five. That's a planning technique because you don't want to pay until the last possible minute. That's when an accountant really a good accountant could really shine in showing you that stuff. But uh, little things like that, you know, accepting, uh, making payments to, uh, especially a cash-based taxpayer, making payments at the year end, um, and, uh, you know, maybe not billing until uh, January. It's all somewhat of a tax game, uh, and uh, it's not illegal. It's, it's just part of a tax uh, planning technique. So to try to minimize the taxes at the year end, and like I said, I just said, you know, a good accountant who could walk through this stuff at year end um, you shouldn't do it the last week of December. You should be planning for it so you can make the good decisions throughout the year, like Lynn said uh, when she introduced this subject. So it's definitely something I, I, I tell everybody to do, and not just with us. You know, find a good accountant who could walk through and who could plan uh, your taxes uh, to, to minimize your tax liability on a year-to-year basis. So. Yeah, so you're looking at, at May and saying, okay, maybe by May I have my brains unscattered, uh, which is true. You can actually breathe and then, you know, make a full sentence by May. But, you know, it's important that during the summertime you sit down with your accountant and say, let's take a look at where we are so far this year and what can I do between now and the end of the year to make this a better tax situation. And people don't do that. They should. And, and, yeah, again, they don't worry – you're exactly right, Lynn. They, they don't worry until the end of the year. And then everybody, you're, you're, we're going out to everybody trying to, to, to make the decisions and, you know, oh, you got to go buy that piece of equipment uh, today. Well, you may not, mm-hmm. you know, obviously in this economy as well, you may not be able to get it in by the year end. And uh, so you got to, you know, you got to watch all those rules as well. So it, it's a good it'd be a, a, it's a good opportunity to get to know your accountant a little bit more where you're, you know, as, as Lynn said, you, you go out, you ask them to come to start the planning technique for the year, not just at the end of the year, but for the year. It's definitely uh, something that you should do. There you go. And on that note, Mike, how can anyone get in touch with you if they'd like to? Well, we are, we're, as, as Lori knows very well, we're up in Dunmore <laughs> at 1421 East Strinker Street. Uh, we have a nice, nice big building and a nice, uh, you know, accessible spot to 8081 through 8084. Uh, we're right in the middle of it, so easy on, easy off, uh, which we love and and our clients love. And our phone number five seven zero three four six two zero five seven. There we go. Well, thank you very much, Mike. Have a good weekend. Um, keep up the good work and um, hope everything goes well and continued. Uh, with that success rate of around 90 before the 15th. That's great. So 90%. Good for you. So we will see you soon, everybody. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.